Welcome to Charity Faith Love Podcast. My name is Charity, and I am the lovely voice that you will hear on each episode. I just wanted to give you a warning. My husband tries to keep the kids out while I'm recording, but if you hear some kids destroying my house in the background, just ignore that. So let's get into this next episode. You have made it to chapter five. I just want to take a moment to congratulate you and give you a virtual high five for making it through four chapters with me along with tackling chapter four. You only have one more chapter left of this crazy and uncomfortable book. I wish I could tell you that this chapter is much lighter for your soul, but sadly this one is just as uncomfortable. I should clarify, it's way more uncomfortable for me because I get to tell you way too much TMI of my own life um, that some days I wish I didn't. But this is to help you not to hurt us. I know that sounds surprising and you're probably thinking, girl, what more could you spill? You have already told us so much of your sins. But this one goes into more. It would be great if you see me in person and not remind me that you know all of my awkward life stories and sins. So there's that. Anyway, we're going to touch base on addiction. Mostly we're going to cover alcohol, drugs, and pornography. These obviously are not the only addictions, but those are the three main ones that I wanted us to cover because honestly, those pretty much are normalized in this world that we live in right now, which is why we're going to go look into what the Bible says about them. We're going to cover the basis of addiction on how it could even range from literally being addicted to donuts all the way to pornography, but also understanding how that plays a factor in our minds by changing our thoughts along with evaluating what the Bible says about these topics. I do have to admit that I have never experienced drug addiction, but I did have someone really close to me that did. I watched the struggle of it and how it's life-changing and not in a good way. So we're going to touch base on that. I can preach to the fact that I've struggled with alcohol addiction for quite a while. It was mostly when I was first in college. I know most people are like, oh, it's your college years. You're 21. That's not an addiction. This may sound kind of harsh, but the reality check, if I'm choosing that over non-alcoholic things, or if I'm choosing that as a comfort instead of a celebration, then that's an addiction. I'm sure most people may be saying, I just do it at parties every weekend or only with my closest friends. I don't want to burst any bubbles, but that's an addiction because you may be choosing to drink and get to a level that you're drunk because you think that's the only way to have fun. I know that sounds really harsh coming out. I don't mean it that way, but I didn't understand this until now that I'm older. I wished someone called me out to where I would listen at that time. I realized my fun weekends were not just for fun. When I would drink, I got super drunk to where I didn't really remember things. I had no clue what happened the night before. Looking back now, it seems so unsafe. Ultimately, when I started evaluating it, I realized the reason I was drinking was that one, yes, it was fun, but two, I was struggling to deal with my daughter having to leave to go to her dad's every other weekend. And instead of dealing with those feelings and how I felt about it, I would just get drunk. Instead of me choosing to trust God, knowing that she was safe, I should have understood that she's God's daughter and he's going to protect her. I instead chose to be anxious, worried, cried half the time. Point of the story is instead of fixing and dealing with my own emotions, I drank. So that's what I mean whenever I say that it can become an addiction that is not healthy. If you're choosing to drink so much to the point like I was, you're mostly... You're most likely trying to cover something or make your body feel better about something instead of actually realizing the feelings that you're having are valid and finding the help you need to work through them. Most of the stories in the Bible that talk about alcohol are in forms of celebration. There's a gray line with alcohol being allowed depending on the church and the religion. But just know that looking at substances instead of dealing with the actual problem is only going to create a bigger problem for you. This is also the same for drugs. 
Choosing to take, smoke, inject, snort, whatever form everyone has found now is normally to just cover up your true feelings. Because if someone tells me it's just for fun, that's technically not a valid reason in my book. Because then I wonder how confident they really are. No one should have to partake in something to feel cool. Moral of my rambling story, stand firm in yourself and find help if needed. Next, we're going to go over pornography. This is probably the hardest topic in this book in my terms, mostly because we have to be open with ourselves if we're going to address the situation. Most of the time, people are engaged with it in their alone time and no one's around. Most people don't go around bragging about it, and if they do, it's just to sound cool. I also realize most girls won't talk about it or admit to watching it. Let's just address the elephant in the room. Yes, I used to watch porn when I was younger. I started out as curiosity and it quickly turned into an addiction. There was no benefit from it. It only corrupted my brain into normalizing sex and making me think that it was okay. This is completely opposite of what the Bible teaches us. We just went into great detail of the biblical reasoning of sex and God's intentions. So I think we have had enough knowledge to understand and realize that monetizing sex is a sin. Pornography tries to normalize sex and says feelings are not involved, but the Bible says it's something beautiful between married couples to help grow in their love. This even covers polygamy when people think it's cute to have multiple relationships. We learn that God's intentions are for one man and one woman together. Is that what pornography is? Not at all. Sure, you don't actually have sex with multiple people, but watching it is just as much of a sin. You are altering your thoughts into thinking that that life is normal. You start thinking you need to do those things next time you are sexually active. You start doubting your body because you don't look like the other girl. I could go on and on, but you get the gist of my point. You don't have to look or act like a porn star to get a boy's attention. Just remember that. One of the main reasons I'm passionate about addiction is because it helps mask such a bigger problem we might be going through. Mental health is so important. Addictions usually just band-aid a mental battle you may be going through instead of getting proper help. I'm a huge advocate for therapy. Bro, I'm in therapy and it's the best thing I can do for my mental health. Like we talked about in chapter one, Satan will attack us anywhere he can and your mind is the best place of attack. Satan would love to have you addicted to a substance rather than seeking God. He would rather you be miserable than to work through your problems. I know everyone thinks they will seem crazy if they see a therapist or that it's a sign of weakness, but here's a question. If you were diagnosed with cancer today, would you go to an oncologist for treatment? If you fell and broke your ankle, would you go get an x-ray and find a specialist? Right. Your mental health is the same. Go see a therapist if you need someone to organize your jumbled thoughts that are overwhelming you. I promise they are not as expensive as treating an addiction. I will end with this. You are never alone in this. There are people that love you and care for you and will be with you every step of the way. But your first step is to acknowledge and evaluate what you're doing, then seek God for help. If you're doing great, then high five. And remember this for when some other temptation starts creeping in. Congratulations for making it all the way to the end of this episode. I hope you loved it as much as I did. Don't forget to subscribe and rate my podcast. You can also go to my website, www.charityfaithlove.com to read my latest blog post and find where you can order my book titled, Lord Help Me.